it's not fighting I'm gonna catch the early flight Before our streets are dressed in white I'll be there And please don't decorate the tree Have a little heart and wait for me I love that night especially I'll be there Cause this is the season I love Yeah, this is the season For love I love the holidays Never too far away Cause no matter where I go I find my way back home So happy holidays So come on, baby, let's not fight. It's Christmas Eve tomorrow night. Before the streets are dressed in white, I'll be there. To celebrate our Savior's birth, and we will pray for peace on earth. It's Christmas all around the world. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look at the fight and cane It's glistening once again Candy cane 
But the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your old front door. A pair of hop-along boots and a pistol to keep is the wish of Barney and Ben. Dogs that'll bark and will go for a walk is the hope of Janice and Jen. Mom and Dad can hardly wait for school to start again. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. There's a tree in the Grand Hotel, one in the park as well. It's the sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Soon the bells will start. And the thing that'll make them ring is the carol that you sing right within your heart. The prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your old front door. Joy at Christmas once Well, good evening, everybody. Merry Christmas. Anyone excited for Christmas? Who here still has wrapping left to do? One, two, there's a few too many hands going up. My, okay, well, maybe we'll backtrack. Well, it's the 24th, but I'll ask anyway. Who here has buying left to do? One, you are married, right? Not for long, that's okay. 
Who here is waiting for a gift to come via delivery, Amazon, one or the other? Oh, nobody. Okay, well, that's good. That oh, we have we have a either it's hot or you're waving. Which one is it? Oh, it is hot. Okay. Okay, well, anyway, well, Merry Christmas. I do pray all the details come together for you. But more than that, we do pray that, that you're able to celebrate the true reason for Christmas, and that is the coming of Christ, how he was born in a manger, lived and died for our sins and, and rose again, that we might experience eternal life, not just when we die, but starting today. Starting today, you can experience the joy the peace and the love and the hope of Christ. And so it's just a, a wonderful privilege to be able to do that together. A couple of quick announcements before we get into Advent. Um, this is going to be, this is a candle lighting ceremony. And so if you haven't already, you should have received a little candle on the way in. And if you have little ones, we have battery operated candles that you can take home. You can keep. And so they will be hours and hours of fun for you. But just wanted to let you know that the lights will be dimming towards that latter part of our service. So just be careful about moving around too much. We don't want you to trip and hurt yourself. Also, uh, just after our worship, we'll be singing some traditional Christmas carols. Um, we're going to be reading the Christmas story, Pastor Kevin, uh, who is our most grandfatherly figure on staff, our associate pastor. He's going to be come, coming up and reading the Christmas story. And when he is up there, he's going to invite all the kids to come. So if you're a little one, raise your hand if you don't have gray hair. Okay. Raise your hand if you don't have facial hair. Oh, a few more, a few more. Well, if you're, I don't know what other young questions I could ask, but if you're a young person, we just invite, we've got some little treats for you as well after the Christmas story. So if you got a little one, just encourage them to come and to hear the, uh, I, I think it's a funny rendition of the Christmas story. No? Eh, eh, eh. There might be a paw joke in there. And so anyway, it'll be a wonderful evening. Well, as is a part of our tradition, we always light the candles of Advent. And Advent is Latin for coming. And the idea is that we are, we are expectantly waiting for the one who is coming. Now, obviously, when Christ came 2,000 years ago, you know, and from our perspective, he's already here. And now we're waiting again for him to come. But in that context, it had been hundreds of years before any, all, any prophecy had spoken. It, it almost felt like God went silent, but we know in hindsight reading the word that God was actually at work behind the scenes and his people were expectantly waiting for the joy, the hope, the peace, and the love of God to come. And so as a part of our tradition, many churches have this tradition, we light Advent candles representing joy, peace, love, and hope. And tonight we have opportunity to light the center, the white candle, the Christ candle, because he is the one that we're waiting for. We are so thankful that God sent Jesus over 2,000 years ago. And in, in many ways, as we light this candle, we don't just reflect back, but we look forward to the day he comes again. And so a part of our tradition is that we've been reading Advent scriptures in a variety of languages represented by our congregation. But since we are Canada, today we'll be reading in English. And I'm going to write, I'm going to invite the Meredith Jones family to come and they're going to be doing our Advent reading tonight. 
Merry Christmas. Precious Jesus, you came so that we might know that we are yours by choice, love, and grace. Today we find your grace to the kingdom of heaven. You welcome us. Well, church, I invite you to stand as we sing some traditional Christmas hymns. So we're, we're a little new at this. A lot of our volunteers were, were traveling and whatnot. And so why don't you help us out, dig deep, find that inner baritone, that inner soprano, inner bass, inner alto. And let's worship the Lord together. Amen. Amen. Amen.
before you're seated, why don't you turn to somebody and wish them a very Merry Christmas. Can you do that? invite the children to come up and come on up and sit on the floor. All right. Uh, these are for later. These are for later. Okay. All right. So I'm going to tell the Christmas story, but before I do, uh, for those who are visiting with me, uh, Leanne and I are blessed with seven grandchildren. And uh, we're hoping for one more. I keep talking to them for one more. And uh, so we'll see what they'll do in the new year. Um, but my grandchildren call me Pa. It's short for Grandpa. And uh, so I often tell Pa jokes when I preach. So these are some Pa jokes, all right? What man can't stand to stay in the house? A snowman. A snowman. All right. Uh, what's a sheep's favorite Christmas song? Jingle bells. No, no, no jingle bells. Feliz, Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Uh, there we go. <laughs> what nursery song did the shepherds sing after leaving Bethlehem? No, no. Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> okay. All right, we got some tough critics up front here. Sorry. Now, someone this morning gave me a box of dad jokes. So here's one of them from in here, all right, from the box. So how do you make antifreeze? Um, you, put it, you put it in the freezer? No. You take her blankets. <laughs> okay, quickly with the story. All right, there we go. So a long time ago, about 2,000 years ago, when King Herod ruled Judah, which is now Israel, God sent the angel Gabriel to a young woman who lived in a northern town called Nazareth. The girl's name was? Mary. Mary. And she was engaged to be married to? Joseph. Joseph. The angel Gabriel said to Mary, peace be with you. God has blessed you and is pleased with you. Now Mary was really surprised by this greeting and wondered what the angel meant. And the angel said to her, don't be afraid. God has been very kind to you. You will become pregnant by the Holy Spirit and give birth to a baby boy and you will call him Jesus. He will be God's own son and his kingdom will never end. Mary was very afraid, but she trusted God. And she said, let it happen as God chooses. 
she replied to the angel. Now, Joseph was worried when he found out that Mary was expecting a baby before their marriage had taken place. He was wondering about calling off the wedding altogether. But then an angel appeared to him in a dream and said to him, don't be afraid to have Mary as your wife. The angel explained that Mary had been chosen by God to be the mother of his son and told Joseph that the baby would be named Jesus, which means Savior, because he would save his people. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel had told him and took Mary to be his wife. Now, at this time, the land where Mary and Joseph lived was part of the Roman Empire. And the Roman Emperor, Augustus, wanted to have a list of all the people who lived in the Roman Empire well, to make sure that they all pay their taxes. He ordered everyone to return to their town from where their family was from. And so, and there to enter their names in, in a census. So Mary and Joseph traveled a long way, about 113 kilometers from Nazareth to a town called Bethlehem. Because that is where Joseph's family came from. Um, most people walked, but some lucky people had donkeys to help them carry their goods and supplies that they needed for this long journey. Joseph and Mary traveled very slowly because Mary's baby was due to be born very soon. When they reached Bethlehem, they had problems finding somewhere to stay. So many people had come to register uh, their names in the census that every house and even those that did, had guest rooms, they were all full. The only place to stay that they could find was with the animals. Now, back then, a lot of homes uh, in the country, people often kept animals in part of the house, especially at night and especially when it was cold because the animals and their heat would almost become like having the furnace on and would help keep the heat warm. People normally slept on the upper level and uh, underneath would be the animals. That would help give them some extra heat. So in the place where the animals slept, Mary gave birth to Jesus, the Son of God. In those days, it was custom to wrap the baby, a newborn baby, in, in tight cloth uh, called swaddling clothes. Jesus' bed was a manger, and that's where animals ate their hay from. And that was his first bed. Now, in the hills and fields outside Bethlehem, shepherds looked after their sheep through the long night. As the new day began, suddenly an angel appeared before them, and the glory of God shone all around them. And the shepherds were really, what do you think they were? Afraid. afraid. Yes. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid. I have good news for you and everyone. Today in Bethlehem, a Savior has been born to you. You will find the baby lying in a manger. Then many more angels appeared, lighting up the sky, and the shepherds heard them praising God and singing, Glory to God in the highest and peace to everyone on earth. When the angels had gone, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem to see what had happened. So the shepherds went to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus was lying in the manger just like they had been told. When they saw him, they told everyone what the angels had said to them. 
and everyone heard the news that they had heard from the angels. Then the shepherds returned to their sheep, praising God uh, for sending his son to be the savior of the world. Who's next in our story? The three kings. Yeah, there we go. When Jesus was born, a brand new star appeared in the sky. And wise men far away from faraway countries saw the star and they guessed what it meant. Now they were very clever men. And they studied the stars and had readings from very old writings that a new star would appear when a great king was born. They set out to find the new king and bring him gifts. The wise men followed the star towards the country of Judea, which again is now where Israel is. The wise men followed the stars towards Bethlehem, where it is said that the king would be born in the old writings of the Bible. It seemed to stop and shine directly down upon the place where Jesus was. The wise men entered the house where they lived and found Jesus with Mary. They bowed down and worshiped him and the wise men spread their gifts before him. And what were the gifts that the wise men brought? Myrrh, gold, and Frankenstyle. Close. Frankenstein. Gold, Myrrh or frankincense. Gold and frankincense and myrrh. Very good, though. It wasn't Frankenstein, so that was better. Okay. Now, Joseph and Mary eventually returned to the town of Nazareth in the north. That's where Jesus grew up and lived until he be began his ministry. The baby in Bethlehem would grow to be a man, and this same Jesus would teach and do great miracles. Jesus would eventually die on a cross, even though he had never done anything wrong. But when he died, he did something amazing. Jesus would die for our sins. And those are the things that we do and think that, that displease God. And in order that this would bring us to God, that everyone who believed in him and asked God for, for forgiveness would receive him, and one day we will live with him forever. Now, we're almost done. And I'm going to share you my favorite verse. Because when I was your age, I had a verse that was my favorite, and it always has been. John 3, 16. The pastor's son knows it off by heart. Very fast, though. You've got to slow it down a little bit. That's my favorite. Is it your favorite, too? I love that. You're We've got a few favorites up here. Let's say it together, though, nice and slow. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 3, 16. Amen. Excellent. Now, you guys were really good. So we do have some candy canes, all right? Come and get one as you... You don't get another pod joke, no, not after, the, not after the groans I got the first. You can probably take two if you want to. Yeah, I've got a couple. We want you all sugared up before you go home. And Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless you. Yeah. Well, I did not know Frankenstein was at the Christmas story. That's uh, one, one, only in church do you, you learn all sorts of new things. Well, you know, I thought, you know, the kids were having such fun 
that the adults should have a little bit of fun as well. And so in the spirit of Christmas and the spirit of giving, we wanted to give away uh, just some gifts uh, to you. And well, not to everybody, but maybe to a very, very lucky, lucky winner. And, uh, and let's, do that, let's do that skinnier one. Yeah, bring it on up here, Pastor Mark. Oh, ooh, ah. So imagine yourself and you're, you know, in your entertainment room and you're watching. Oh, bring that up here, Pastor Mark. Yeah, bring it up here. And you're watching Home Alone, not three or four, one or two. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll take that. Don't go too far because you have to deliver this to somebody. So, And you might be thinking, oh, gee, I wish I had some snacks. Well, over here, we have milk chocolate pralines, Kringle puff pastry, original kettle corn, popcorn, Hammond's peanut butter brittle. It's like peanut butter Christmas crack, but not like the illegal kind, like the kind you can eat. <laughs> some cheeses, some shortbread, and other things as well. And you know what? I, I just, I want you to enjoy whatever movie you're going to watch. And so we wanted to give this away to somebody, but it's a large crowd, and so how do you pick? So I thought we could play a little game. And so before I ask my questions, we've got to narrow this down to a few people. So let me ask you a question. Who here traveled more than 100 kilometers to come to Heartland? More than 100? We got one more than 100? Okay, two, three, four. If you're married, we'll take you as one, though, if that's okay. Okay. So one, two, so we have more than 100. Okay, so raise your hands good and high. Okay, we want to get the two. So who here traveled more than 200 kilometers? Pastor Mark, I, the lights are blinded. You have to help me out here. We still got two? Okay, how many do we have? One, two, one, two three? With three? Okay, three. You want to get a third one? Okay, well, let's get a third. Okay, we'll play, we'll play with all three. Is that, is that, okay, so if, you're, if, if that you raise your hand, go ahead and stand up so we can just see you. Yeah, go ahead. One, two. We're going to play a little bit of a game. Was, it, was there a third one over here? There was a third one. Don't be shy. Where, where are you from? Montreal. Montreal. Wonderful, wonderful. Bienvenue. And I see someone back there. I know where you're from, but say, say it anyway, though. Where is that? Trinidad. Trinidad. Wonderful. And how about you? Dubai. Dubai. Wonderful. Wonderful. So Pastor Mark is going to hand out some buzzers. So make sure they work, Pastor Mark. Oh, there's one more? We have four. Where are you from? Illinois. Okay, so we have one, two, three. We have four now. All right. We have four buzzers, my friend? Okay. So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to ask you a question. And the first one to buzz gets to answer the question. Does that make sense? All right, wonderful. So we have two over here, Pastor Mark. You're doing it for your grandma. You are a good grandchild. Wonderful. But you got to stand up the whole time, though. Oh, wonderful. All right, are you ready? All right. 
So we're going to start with a practice question first. This isn't for, for, for keeps. It's just a practice question. Are you ready? So Pastor Mark, I'm going to need your help, all right? What did the other reindeer not let Rudolph do because of his shiny red nose? That's right. Wonderful. Okay. Okay. So here, are you, are you ready? Okay, we'll do... We'll do first to three. All right. Which popular Christmas beverage is also called milk punch? Oh, which one was it? That is correct. Pastor Mark, maybe stand in the middle. We want the, I know sound only travels so fast. It's like a thousand kilometers an hour. We don't want to give anybody the edge. All right. Are you ready for the next? So we have one over here. The movie Miracle on 34th Street is based on a real-life department store. What is the name of that store? Uh, yellow. yellow. Macy's. Ed, who? Macy's. Macy's. Wonderful, wonderful. So we have one and one. All right. You guys weren't all impressed with that word. You're all right. Here we go. Oh, I like this question. In Home Alone... Where were the McAllisters going on vacation when they left poor Kevin behind? France? No. Yes. Paris. Specificity matters. All right. All right. So we have one, 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 and zero. Okay. Your family can help you as well. Whoever's the fastest button pusher you got. In the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, what happened every time a bell rang? Oh, which one is it, Pastor Mark? What's that? That's right. That's right. Were we going first to two or three? Three? Okay. All right, here we go. You could, you could take this. In the Charles Dickens A Christmas Carol, what was the name of Scrooge? This is first, he has name. That's right, that's right. Okay. What's the score, Pastor Mark? 2 2 Which country did eggnog come from? No, but that's a good guess, though. That's a good... Points for... No, well, no points for effort, but... No. That's right! All right, well, come on, come on, I'll get over here, get over here, get over here. Don't run though. We don't want no no on the stage. You gotta you gotta get the yeah. But go walk slowly. Walk slowly. Yeah, watch out for the wires. Hello Ann, how are you doing? Can you Alright, there you go. Pastor Mark, would you collect the buzzers? Hey Pastor Kevin, we got one more gift. This is the grand tamale. Bring that bring that bad boy up here. Alright. 
No, I know this one's even bigger. <laughs> this one's really big. All right. Well, maybe you're watching. It's a wonderful life. Maybe you're listening to some Christmas carols, the old ones, you know, by Frank Sinatra. And you're just sitting there while the chestnuts are roasting on an open fire. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, I wish I had a snack. Well, if you win, you could have chocolate-covered almonds, cocoa truffles, maple crunch bars, mini something or other, biscotti, shortbread, jube jubes, cookies, a variety of different kinds of caramel popcorn, cookies and cream popcorn as well. And there's just more at the bottom of this bucket. And actually, that is heavier than it looks. Wow. Oh. There's a lot of chocolate in here, and we would just love to give that away. But to whom do we give it? Okay. Well, how about this question? Who here invited a friend to our Christmas Eve service? Someone is saying family. Are, are family really your friends? I don't know. Well, who are you related to? All right. Who here invited? Who here invited a friend? And they're here tonight. Okay, we got one over there. Okay, are you, are you, so you guys are invited tonight? Okay, wonderful, we'll take one. Have you invited somebody tonight? Where are they? Would you, would you be okay with playing? Like the buzz? Yeah, okay. One, two, okay. Oh, I, I, there's only four hands in this row. So who'd you invite tonight? Wonderful. Would you be okay to buzz? I think you have four willing helpers who would help you buzz. And so if you don't want to buzz, they can buzz for you. But if you want to buzz, you can buzz as well. If you want to tell them to buzz off, you can also do that. All right. And we, got one, we have one more over here. I thought I saw a hand. Do, do we have an invited guest over here? Oh, back over there. Back over there. Wonderful. Have you invited somebody to come? Who would you invite? Your brother, are they your friends? Oh, wonderful. Well, brother-in-law, what you raise, wave, brother-in-law, wave. We just met before the service, also from, from Trinidad, right? Wonderful. A little bit colder up here, isn't it? We'll pray for snow for you. Pastor Mark, why don't you give them the buzzers? Oh, one more? One more. Do we have, is that, did I pick four or three? Four? How many do I have so far? One here. Pastor Mark, where'd you go? How many buzzers do we have? Are the buzzers gone? Oh, wonderful. All right. So we got one, two. We had one over here. They have been disqualified. Okay. <laughs> They've been disqualified by their own family, if it's possible. Sir, we have a Tim Hortons card we'd love to give you afterwards. I out of sympathy for who you're related to. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We do have one. So please, please, please stop by the welcome desk. We, we'd love to give you prayer and family counseling as well. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, you guys ready? All right. Let's do a practice one. So why don't you, if you have a buzzer, why don't you go ahead and stand? All right. One, two, three. And where's our fourth? There we go. Okay. Here's a practice one. You ready? It should be easy. We heard a story about him. 
Where was baby Jesus born? Yellow. You have to let me finish the question, though. Who buzzed after I finished the question? Bethlehem. Yes, that's right. Wonderful. Okay, that's a practice one. Okay, you ready? All right, here we go. Which one haven't I done? Elvis isn't going to have a white Christmas. He's going to have a... Yes, blue. All right. And you can't get angry at him. All right. Well, this one should be good. This could date us a little bit. In the movie Elf, what was the first rule of the Code of Elves? Oh, I'm so disappointed right now. Nobody? Going once. Twice. Thrice. Okay, does anybody know the answer? So close, but no cigar. The answer, we just, we watched off the other night, so it doesn't count. And you don't have a buzzer, but treat every day like Christmas. Oh, so close. Okay, here we go. Here's another one. We might need more questions. Which Christmas song contains the lyric, everyone dancing merrily in the new old-fashioned way? Now, did I finish the question and he pushed it? Okay. Congratulations. All right. According to the song, what did my true love give to me on the eighth day of Christmas? That is, you're on a roll, buddy. You are on a roll. Wait, that's three now, right? Is that three? He's one. Come on up here. Come on up. This is pretty heavy. Do you carry it? So who did you win it for? Uh, my mom. Your mom. And Lilo. Lilo, wonderful. Hello, Lilo. How are you doing? Now, this is pretty heavy. You don't look like a strong person. You got that? Yeah. I all right. All right. Yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can I have the popcorn at least? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, can, you, can we give everybody a hand? We honestly wish we could give everybody a gift. But we just wanted to share a little bit of good Christmas cheer with you. Well, you know, one of the ways in which we worship, uh, especially as we come to churches, we do worship by giving. So I'm going to invite our ushers to come. We're going to take up a free will offering. Please feel no obligation to give if you don't want to. But, but this is one of the ways in which we worship. It's one of the ways in which we say, God, thank you for all that you've given me. Now, I'm going to ask you an honest question. Who here, even though 2013 wasn't perfect, are still able to say, God, thank you. <laughs> 2013? What year are we in? Can you tell I'm ready for 2024? Who here would say, even though 2023 wasn't perfect, God was still good? Amen? Amen. And you know what? Maybe 
you're, you're going to be facing some things in 2024, and you know they're coming, whether it's a financial thing or a family thing or a whatever thing, know that God is with you, and He'll never leave you nor forsake you. We don't worship Him to, to get what we want. We worship Him because we know He loves us. He has moved, is moving, and will continue to move. And so just be blessed today. Father, as we just take up our, our offering as an expression of worship to you, God, I pray that you fill our hearts with cheer and kindness and hope and love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. For the past uh, several weeks, we've been sharing out of a part of the Bible called the Gospel of John. And we've been focusing on the first five verses, which read like this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And over these past few weeks, we've been talking really about the hope that we have in Christ. And over the course of this series, there are two things that I, I never got a chance to say, but I thought I'd share them tonight. Something about hope that I think we all know to be true, but perhaps we don't always give voice to it. 
Well, here's two things real quickly before we light our candles. The first is that hope requires courage. It is hard to have courageous hope when you are faced with a situation that you cannot control, faced with things that happened, relationships that fell apart, things that just caught you by surprise. If hope didn't really require courage, would it really be hope? When you and I desperately need hope, it is because something has gone awry. There is something that is so far outside of our control and our power. We need the kind of intervention that we cannot provide. And you have to believe that there is hope, but to believe in hope requires courage. The courage to step out. That's the second thing I wanted to share. Hope doesn't just require courage, it requires faith. You have to believe that it can work out. And I won't ask you by show of hands, but, but just in your own heart of hearts, I'll ask you honestly. Just forget about the lights and forget about the season that we're in because we call it the season of hope. I'm asking you honestly, really and truly, for you to answer in your heart of hearts, do you really have faith that things can work out? I know you want to have faith, but do you really have faith that God can still do the impossible in your context? Many years ago, like decades ago, 1939, about September 3rd, World War II was kind of beginning. Battles had started. And King George needed to address not only the Commonwealth, Great Britain, but, but really, in many ways, address the whole world. And it was a, a time in human history where there just didn't seem like there was much hope. We know now in hindsight that this was one of the most brutal wars we've ever seen. And so in his address to Britain, he quoted a poem written first by Marie Louise Haskins. And really, King George made it famous. And the poem is called The Gate of the Year, symbolizing that, that there's a door and we're about to enter into a new season. And for their context, in 1939, they were not entering into a season of hope, quote-unquote, and presents and Christmas trees. They were entering into a season of global warfare. And so in his address, he shared a poem, or at least part of a poem, called Gate of the Year. And this is how it reads. And I said to the man who stood at the gate of the year, give me a light that I may tread safely into the unknown. And he replied, go out into the darkness and put your hand in the hand of God. That shall be better to you than light and safer than a known way. So I went forth, and finding the hand of God, trod gladly into the night. And he led me towards the hills and the breaking of day. There was courage. There was faith. But that courage and faith wasn't found in their ability. 
And likewise, you might say today, I want to have courage. I want to have faith for what God can do. And I pray that you do. But that courage and faith isn't found in your ability because it's only a matter of time before you encounter a problem that's bigger than you, more than you can bear. Our courage is found in the courageous one who died on the cross for our sins. Our faith is found in the one who is faithful even when we are faithless. And the great hope that we have isn't simply that God loves us, but that God is here with you and I right now. One of the very popular songs we sing on Christmas Eve is Silent Night. But my encouragement to you is as we light these candles and as we sing Silent Night together, allow your heart to be silent for a moment. In a world that's filled with noise, in a world that is filled with despair, in a world that is filled with all those things you can't control, all these voices coming at you a million miles an hour, perhaps tonight, allow your heart and soul to be still and silent and to be reminded that you can find courage and faith and hope in Christ Jesus. So I'm going to take this Christ candle. Pastor Kevin's going to join me in just a moment. And we're going to light our candles. I'm going to invite you to stand. And as we light from the Christ candle, we'll light a few of your candles. And we invite you to light the candle of those next to you. Just symbolic, really, of sharing the light of Christ with our friends and loved ones who are friends as well. Does anybody here not have a candle that you need one?
silent. Let's sing that first verse, but just our voices. Can we do that? Let's sing silent and then lead us off. Jesus, we thank you for coming to earth as a baby, for living, dying, and rising again, that we might be not only set free, but that we might walk in your hope, your love, your peace, and joy from this moment on for all eternity. Thank you for everyone here. I pray for a special blessing upon each and every home, every family. God, that the, the favor of your love and kindness would flow generously, that they would truly know that Christ is the reason for the season. Pray for blessings upon all those who travel and all the festivities. God, may it truly be a season filled with hope and cheer. In Christ's name, in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen, amen. Well, Merry Christmas to you. And if I don't see you, have a happy new year. And uh, we'll see you in 2024. No, we have a service actually. December 31st, we have a prayer and anointing service for you and your family right here at 10 a.m. So if you can, please join us. If you can't, be blessed. And we'll see one way or another. We'll see you again soon. The Lord bless you. Have a wonderful evening. Good night. Take your candles. And for the battery operator ones, kiddos, feel free to keep them. <laughs>